Hello, my friends. It's your buddy Phil here, Project Management Trainer and Coach. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. Today, we're going to talk about a few lessons learned that were gone from a student of ours who took the exam late September 2021. This student jumped on the program mid to late August, so pretty much spent a month on our learning management system. Student advises someone who is brand new to the process that with commitment, they can pull it off. I started this journey on August 2nd with a one-week PMP course that I got selected to attend from my job. The course only taught us how to study, not the actual materials, so I was truly disappointed. During that course, the instructor mentioned that we should watch your videos, that is, Phil's videos, to assist us along the way. So I submitted my application to PMI and scheduled the test for September 25th because setting an official date will help me commit and not procrastinate and started searching for your videos on YouTube. The only reason why I became so determined to grasp it all was because I had a scheduled date, a goal in place. Had I not scheduled the test, I would have procrastinated. What I have learned is that the PMP is based on your mindset. Subdue your way of thinking and adhere to the PMI's way of thinking. You'll be able to discover the personality of PMI from the PMBOK, an Agile book, but mostly Agile because 80% of the questions were Agile. Now, think about that for a second. 80% of the questions being Agile means you really have got to be good in Agile. Most of the questions were scenario-based, and they were geared towards thought process. For example, if a project manager resigns in the middle of a project, and you take over if two members on the team can't get along with you, discover a critical risk, and so on. Your course certainly prepared me for this mindset. It was hard for me to decide on spending the $285 for the PMBOK. In other words, PMBOK guide-based course, as well as $150 for the Agile course. But it was an investment that was well worth it. What she's saying is, we have two courses a course that is strictly about Agile. We have a course that is PMBOK, Hybrid, Scrum, and she signed up for both as advised. Now, if you're looking for those courses, just go on down to praiseon.com. You'll find a link below. Click on that link, go to the website, sign up for those courses. Although there were no working out questions, it was pretty important to know the SPI, CPI, SV, CV, such that if it is greater than one or zero, what's the outcome? Know this. They ask these questions as a matching question. Finally, before the test, take a deep breath and think positively. The first couple of questions will be nerve-wracking. Just guesstimate an answer and flag them so you may return to them for review after you get into the groove. Bring a coat because the testing center was super cold. That's all I have for now. So... Once again, a huge shout out to our student who sent us these awesome lessons learned. Thank you very much, Jillian. Wish you all the very best in your project management walk after getting certified. And everyone else who's listening, you absolutely can do it. Just get started, schedule a date, be positive about it, and do exactly what I recommended. For those of you taking the exam in 2021, make sure you refer to the PMI's list of reference books for this exam. Currently, the seventh edition is not listed as a reference book for the PMP exam. 
Does that mean that as you're taking this exam in 2021, before they update that list, that you should concentrate on the sixth edition? Absolutely. Focus on the sixth edition. Don't get all confused because the seventh edition is a different animal. In my mind, to go through that, you should look for my video on the seventh edition information for PMP students, even beyond 2021. That is what I would advise. It is better to stick to one set of materials, stick to an instructor, a company, a course that really understands what is to be on the exam. After all, at the end of the day, the exam is based on the PMP exam content outline and not a PMBOK guide. So focus, don't go all over the place reading two PMBOK guides. It is not advisable. The other reason why I believe the sixth is a good reference point for anyone trying to take this exam is it presents the information on the predictive side more coherently. Process groups, knowledge areas, they come across pretty direct. They can be scaled down a whole lot, but the framework to understand terms such as cost, schedule, quality, stakeholder, very direct in the sixth edition. In the seventh edition, it is not upfront. It's buried in the domains. And for a beginner, that could be excruciatingly hard. So my advice to anyone taking this exam is really know the framework that PMI started off with. Process groups, knowledge areas. Then build an understanding of principles. And to be quite honest, that's about it. Because if you look at the PMP exam content outline, everything there is what you need to be focused on, regardless of the PMBOK guide. There's a lot of stuff in the seventh edition that I actually started training eons ago. And I mean, years and years ago. Things like Theory X, Theory Y, things like McClelland, many more. Situational theory, started training that a couple of years ago. All right, so just be careful how you navigate PMBOK guides. It's okay to stick with, with the sixth, understand the framework, and then don't forget the Agile Practice Guide is a must-read before anything else. Is it helpful to watch my video on the 7th edition? Absolutely. Go watch it. Probably take you an hour and a half. And that's all you need. I would not recommend swatting and going crazy over the 7th edition right at this point. You take care, my friends. Thank you for joining me today. I wish you all the very best. Bye for now.